All right, welcome back to the Uncensored with Stephanie podcast. I am a few days late uploading this podcast because Jeremy and I got sick and we were sick for like freaking 10, 12 days. So I just, I lost my voice totally, so I couldn't even talk. Um, But then after it was just trying to get the energy to do it, you know, I'm I'm only a few days late, but still, you know, I like, I like to be on schedule, so. Here we are, uh, finally recording episode three. Um, this episode is is things that I learned in my 30s that I wish I knew in my 20s. And um, I feel like there's so many things. Um, I kept the list down to 10 um, because I just didn't want to, you know, keep talking for over an hour. Um, but I have 10 things that I learned in my 30s that I wish I knew in my 20s. So number one, friends are overrated. Um, I feel like most people probably learned this a long time ago and I wish I had. Um, I wish I learned this in middle school actually um, because I think I just tried way too hard to fit in and make friends, um, you know, by doing things that I didn't want to do or, you know, I'd change things about myself so that I would fit in and more people would like me and I I feel like we probably all did that like at some point growing up Um, I think that at that age we're too young to know who we are or form our own opinions and so I think we end up kind of following what looks quote-unquote cool I guess and um, I definitely was guilty of that and in middle school um, and in high school you know, I really feel like I didn't even learn who, I didn't even really know who I was until I got into my 30s, to be honest. I feel like that's when I really started to dig down deep and figure out who I am and what what interests me and, and you know, what I like and, and things like that. So I didn't even learn that until I got into my 30s. So um, I think I just didn't have any business trying to make friends anyways because I really didn't even know who I was, you know. Um, <clears throat> I also feel like I don't really mesh well with most people my age, especially women, um, I don't feel like we have anything in common. Um, I have a really hard time striking up conversation with women um, because I think most women my age are um, married with children. And yeah, I'm married, but I don't have any kids. So I feel like I never really know what to say. Like, uh, yeah, hi, um, what do you do for work? And, you know, that, that kind of ends there. You know, I don't really know where to where else to go from there, you know. Um, Plus, I think I'm an old soul. Like, I I prefer having conversations with, like, boomers or the silent generation, you know? I like the older people. I think they have more interesting things to say, and they have more wisdom to offer. And I just feel like I just prefer, you know, having conversations with people who are older than me, you know, older generations. It's just, I don't know. I feel like I've always been an old soul. People have told me that, Um, you know, but I like hearing their stories, you know, their experiences. It's fascinating to me, you know? Um, I also feel like a lot of coworkers, you know, have in the past called me their friend or their best friend. And I think that's just a crock of shit, to be honest. I think coworkers are not friends. They are just that coworkers. I think that the only thing that we have in common is we are here dealing at this job, doing the same thing, dealing with the same bullshit and bitching about our bosses and I feel like that's the only thing we have in common we don't 
half the time we don't talk outside of work we don't hang out um I don't care what's going on in your life you don't care what's going on in mine that's not friends that's just coworkers who like to bitch about the same thing because what else are you going to do eight hours in a day you know <laughs> but um I think that that's why I feel like friends are overrated I feel like at my age it's really hard to make to make friends I feel like I talk more to the people at the freaking like the, the cashiers at the grocery store you know I have more fun talking to them than I do like you know anybody else really um yeah I don't know so I feel like for me number one is friends are overrated I wish I had learned that in my 20s because I think I would have wouldn't have tried so hard to make friends you know um Plus, I think, I know it sounds super cliche, but Jeremy's my best friend. You know, he's my biggest supporter, my biggest cheerleader. He tells me the truth. You know, we can fight and make up and, you know, it is what it is. And I think that, to me, that somebody who you want to be around, you want to spend time with, and someone who can be honest with you, you know, to me, that's a friend. And that might be cliche, but that's my best friend, you know? Um, I think I've just learned to appreciate, too, that my circle is very small. And that's okay. You know, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. I think I just do a good job at staying true to myself and being who I am. And it doesn't mesh well with a lot of people. And that's cool with me. You know, I'd rather have, you know, I used to always say this growing up too. I'd rather have no friends than fake friends. So, yeah. When people are like, oh, I'm sure you have friends. You hang out with people. What do you know? I hang out with my husband and my nieces. <laughs> I watch them play baseball or softball. I'll go to my with my sister to a coffee shop. That's it. I don't really I have zero when I say zero girlfriends. I have zero girlfriends. Yeah, I don't I don't do brunches and coffees and stuff like that. It's just not for me, you know. So anyway, moving on. Number two, being a homebody is okay. I used to feel so guilty that people would be like, what are you doing this weekend? And I'm like, uh, nothing. Like, I always felt like I had to try to make something up because I didn't want to look like a loser that I was like, I was fine being at home, chilling, watching Netflix, binge watching some new show or whatever. Like, that's fun to me. I don't like going out and doing things. You know, I'm an introvert. You know, I, I, I like being at home. You know, I like being a loner and, and just hanging out. Like, it, you know, of course, I prefer if Jeremy's here, but, you know, if not, then so be it. You know, I'm just home chilling, doing my thing, you know. Um, I think this kind of also reverts back to like the no friends thing, you know, um, I think once I stopped trying to fit in and didn't feel like I had to force myself to go out and hang out with people and do all these things that I really didn't want to do, you know, like I always try to think of an excuse like, okay, well, okay, if somebody would ask me, you know, happy hour or dinner or something like, okay, what can I say? Oh, I'm sick or, oh, I have plans because I don't want to go. I felt bad just saying, no, I don't want to go. I want to be at home. Is that so wrong? I like to be at home, you know? Um, I don't know. I think I just find that I'm the happiest when I'm doing little things, you know? Like, doesn't necessarily be have to be at home. It's just being by myself, you know? Doing little things, walking around the neighborhood, doing a puzzle, or just, or just being at home with my boo and binge watching a show. Like I said, I think that it's okay to be a homebody. You know, and I wish I didn't force myself to go out so much in my 20s because I thought that's what you were supposed to do at my age. And I felt like, okay, I'm probably too young to already have or to already be looking forward to having dinner at 4 p.m. and being out by 7. But if that's what makes me happy, right? So, yes, that's something else that we've learned. Um, 
Number three. Okay. <laughs> Everything hurts a lot more in your 30s. Okay. You start to feel all the aches and pains that come from aging. I swear. Recovery takes longer. Um, you wake up and all of a sudden this is sore, that's sore. Like I never used to stretch back in the day ever. And I really feel like I need to start implementing daily stretching just because not because I'm working out, but just because morning and night, because I feel like these old bones and <laughs> muscles are tightening up and I'm only 36. I'm too young to start feeling this way. You know, like Jeremy and I used to run like five days a week easily. Like, I mean, my fastest mile back then, and I swear it wasn't even like I was trying. My fastest mile was like eight minutes, eight minutes a mile. And Jeremy's I think his fast was like seven and a half or something okay granted he has longer legs than me so that dude just takes off and I don't even try and catch up anymore but um we could do that five days a week and it was no problem and we didn't even stretch we were bad at stretching and now we can barely run like three days a week we need that extra day to like be you know between to recover because we just we just don't have it anymore and I know I know part of it is endurance but I think all the other part too is just age I think that things aren't working the way that they used to when you were 20 and honestly a lot of this stuff like we were running this was probably like five years ago when we were running five days a week so a lot has changed in five years so yeah everything hurts a lot more in your 30s I realized that I'm feeling that definitely <laughs> but um number four um Okay, time. Time moves a lot faster than it did when we were in our 20s. And I don't know if this is just me or if maybe you're just more aware of things, um, more present. Maybe, I don't know if, if, if that's the right word to use. I don't know if that's what it is. But I swear, last year I was like 28 years old. I really, like wake up and I'm like wait what the fuck like I have to ask Jeremy sometimes wait how old am I because I don't even remember I'm like when the hell did that happen not that not that like I'm consumed with age or anything like that it's I know it's about how you feel you know it's age is just a number it's not a big deal but I think it's just a constant reminder that life is moving so freaking quickly you know we just went to my oldest niece's um eighth grade promotion she's gonna be in high school she's 14 what the hell like we're about to go to her softball game um today actually and it is at the same park that I played softball at the same field that I played softball at when I was 14 and now she's 14 playing at that field like that was 22 years ago for me that is just mind-blowing I don't know it's just mind-boggling I really don't know when that happened I just feel like time really moves fast and I think that Jeremy and I both felt that when we were at her um, eighth grade promotion we were feeling that like where the hell did the time go I, I really just feel like it's just constantly moving and I think that you know it's kind of that thing where when you're a kid and the parents are like don't don't be in a hurry to grow up don't be in a hurry to grow up and you're like oh no I can't wait to grow up I can't wait to grow up and now I feel like I'm gonna have this same conversation with my nieces and nephews as they're growing up like no slow down don't grow up don't be in a hurry to be an adult it's a trap you have plenty of time to work and make money please enjoy being a kid as long as you can because when it is gone it is gone you know and um so yeah I think that that that's number four is just time moves so much faster than it did you know in our 20s and it's rough man um <laughs> Okay, moving on. Number five. Um, oh, yeah, this one's a good one. Okay. You know, passion. I think it's okay to not 
have a passion. This one took me a long time to accept. And I think sometimes I still kind of struggle with it because, you know, I always thought that I needed to have a passion. I need, I thought I needed to make a career out of something um, to be happy. I thought, you know, people used to always say, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And I'm sure that that's true. But I never had a passion or I never had a passion long term, I guess I should say. I have been interested in so many different things growing up. So many. I've done, you know, I've been interested in basketball, soccer, uh, um, softball, ice skating, gymnastics, cheerleading, singing, dancing, hip hop, you know, hip hop dancing, ballet. Like I've wanted to do everything. Of course, I never had the opportunity to to do a lot of those things because of how I grew up and I didn't have those opportunities. Um, I was able to do some of them, but there was nothing that I was so passionate about that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I used to think that that made me weird, you know, like just pick something, pick something that you love and just do it forever. And I couldn't think of anything. And I honestly felt like shitty because I'm like, what? Like, just pick something. Everybody's got a passion. Everybody has something that they love and want to do forever, right? Um, wrong. I don't think that's true. And I think I've learned that now in my 30s. I don't feel like we have to be passionate about one thing. I think we can enjoy many different things. You know, I enjoy doing things for a period of time. And then I move on to the next thing. And that's okay. You know, it's okay to change our minds a lot. You know, maybe my maybe that is my passion is experiencing different things. You know, I loved ice skating when I was a kid. I tr I loved it so much that, you know, when I became an adult and I was able to buy really nice, like custom, expensive, and I'm talking top of the line ice skates because I loved it so much as a kid. I thought because I loved it so much then if I did it as an adult that I would love it as much. But then I found that I didn't. I didn't really love it as much as I did as a kid. You know, same with gymnastics. I did. I made the, you know, I had no experience whatsoever. I took a vars, I'm, I'm sorry, I took a gymnastics PE class in high school. I loved watching gymnastics with my grandma, like loved watching the Olympics. The, you know, it was our favorite thing to do. And I loved it so much that I tried out for the varsity gymnastics team or just, just watching the girls on the varsity gymnastics team. I went to tryouts. I copied what I saw them do and I made the varsity gymnastics team. To me, I'm like, not to toot my own horn, pat my own back, but, you know, I thought that was pretty badass of me because I loved it so much. But I don't enjoy being upside down. I'm older now. I get dizzy very easily. You know, I got vertigo. I can't be doing flips and stuff like that. It doesn't excite me anymore. I think that it's okay that, that passions come and go in our life. You know, it's okay not to have one and it's okay to have a million. You know, I think life is short. We should just do whatever makes us happy in that moment. Right now I'm enjoying doing a podcast. In a year I might decide that I don't really love doing it anymore and I might want to start stripping. No, I'm kidding. But I'm just saying that I can change my mind. I will change my mind. I know for a fact I will change my mind. And that's okay, you know? I think we should experience different things for as long as we're here on this earth because there are a ton of things that we can experience, you know? Um, I think it's cool to try different things, you know? So that was number five. Okay, that one was probably like, just I just went off on a tangent, I'm sure. But <laughs> um, number six, setting boundaries. I wish that I had set boundaries back in my 20s. Um, I think... I'm still learning. Um, I think I'm, I'm a lot better 
now than I was then. But um, I think this applies. Okay, this applies to friends, coworkers, family, whatever. Um, I think that just to keep it short and simple. And I don't know if this sounds harsh, but this is how I feel. I think that if someone is not adding value to my life, I step away. Life is too short. I don't want to waste time being around negative energy, regardless of who it is. I've had people say, you know, oh, but it's your mom or, oh, it's your this or they, you know, they, they birthed you or it's your sister or it's your, your blood or whatever. I don't, I'm sorry, this is going to sound so, so bad. I don't give a shit. I really don't. I think that if you're not adding any value to my life, I don't care if we are blood or not. Life is too short to put up with negative energy. And I refuse, and I hope that most people feel this way, I refuse to let someone, someone's negative energy bring me down and affect my well-being, my mental health, and my happiness and my joy. It's not worth it to me. It's, it's really not. So I, I think, you know, I've gotten so much better about this, you know, um, they're just like, for an example, um, I used to be really, really close with my grandparents. Um, my grandpa passed away a couple years ago. Um, and that changed my relationship with my grandma. I don't know why, but it did. And I would still reach out and I would get very minimal, minimal effort back. And it hurt. It hurt my feelings because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I thought we were close. Like, I don't understand. Like, why is it weird now? It made no sense to me. And I would try and try. And then I would just, my feelings would be hurt because I would reach out and I wouldn't hear anything back. And I felt like shit. And I'm like, you know what? This is a sign. They're showing you who they are. They don't have any interest in being or in still continuing to have the same relationship that you had a few years ago. They're showing you. You need to be okay with that and step away. And so I don't feel like such an asshole anymore when I'm not the first person to try to reach out for whatever, you know, I, I just, I think setting boundaries and protecting myself, my heart, my feelings is important now. And, um, I'm, I've got a whole lot more work to do, but I've gotten a lot better about that. Um, a lot better than when I was in my twenties. So, um, yeah, so I'm glad about that, but, um, all right, moving on. Number seven. Oh, yeah. Jeremy would really love uh, and appreciate this one. At number seven, I think as women, our sex drive goes up, like way up. And they say, I read an article, like I've read many articles, but they say that a woman's, a woman's sexual prime is in her 30s. And I do feel like that's true. I don't know why, but okay, TMI for children or anybody who doesn't want to hear this, but to put it like, to not put it lightly or put it lightly, what's the saying? Um, I'm a lot hornier in my 30s than I was in my 20s and I'm sure Jeremy would appreciate that and he would agree so that's all I'm going to say about that like moving on to the next one because I'm sure there's probably I'm sure my nieces and nephews are listening to this and I don't want to get too uh, TMI for them <laughs> so moving on um, number eight um, not everyone is going to like you so this one I feel like this kind of ties into a couple of the other things that I mentioned but um, I, I really wish that I had learned this one in my 20s, uh, especially when it comes to work. Um, I dealt with a lot of workplace bullying at my, um, well, at my last job for my manager, but um, at my first job that I had, I was there for 13 years. I dealt with so much workplace bullying. 
I mean, like, I'm talking people were trying to break up Jeremy and I because they were spreading rumors about how I was a whore or I slept around, literally never slept with anybody at the job, whatever. But there were just all these rumors. I don't know if it was jealousy or just people had nothing better to do with their lives. I don't know. So that one, the not everyone is going to like you, that one is, oh, gosh. I think I've learned I've learned this at my 30s and now I'm like I don't care like if somebody's like oh I don't like you. I'm like oh I don't give a shit whatever I like me I'm cool with who I am I'm confident I'm comfortable with who I am um, I think that when I was younger I used to have a hard time accepting when people said they didn't like me because I thought I was a pretty good person I thought I was fun to be around I thought I was friendly so when people were like oh I don't like you or I don't want to hang out with you I was like wait why what's wrong with me I'm I'm a delight <laughs> and I didn't get it and then I realized that that's not my problem that's their problem and like I said not everybody's gonna like you and that's okay not everybody likes freaking what's an example not everybody likes the color red some people like blue doesn't matter you know um I think I think I just continue to stay true to myself and I find that it doesn't jive with a lot of people and I am more than okay with that you know, it kind of goes back to the kind of rather have uh, no friends than fake friends, you know. So um, I think that realizing that not everyone is going to like you, not everybody's going to like this podcast, not everyone's going to want to listen to it. That's okay. I shouldn't not do it because I still enjoy doing it, you know. Um, so I think that once I learned that I didn't need to change myself to get more people to like me or I didn't need to be true to myself or I couldn't be true to myself so that more people would like me once I got that all out of my head we're we're moving up <laughs> we're moving on up you know plus most people suck anyway so <laughs> but anyway okay moving on to number nine um lowering your expectations um okay so this one so some years back my brother told me that if you lower your expectations expectations then they can't hurt you and I remember we were having a conversation about some somebody and when he said that I was like oh wow that's that's so true like how come I never thought of that before I swear it was like eye-opening because once I started doing this then it got easier to manage like the relationships that I had with the people in my life you know um, there were people who would disappoint me regularly and I always beat myself up thinking like what did I do why don't they love me enough like, why don't they care about my feelings? Things like that. But, you know, like there's been times it's kind of, I think a little touches a little bit on what I was saying about boundaries is, you know, like there's been times where I've had family not reach out to check in with me, to say hi, whatever. You know, I found that I was the one making contact first, you know, um, I, I, I felt like it was a one-sided relationship, you know, and um, my feelings would be hurt, you know, when they didn't reach out. And so I took the advice that my brother gave me and lowered my expectations because I feel like this person is showing you who they are. They're showing you. They have no interest in, in putting up much, putting up, no, they have no interest giving as much effort as you are. I feel like that sentence didn't come out right, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. This person has no interest in putting in any effort. So why, why are you letting it hurt you? Lower your expectations. You see, they're showing you who they are. Accept that and do with that with you what you will. You know, if, if you expect this person 
to somehow magically call you on your birthday and say, happy birthday, I love you, and they don't, you can't be mad about that because that's not what they do. They don't do that. If they did it, great, that is awesome. Be happy, great. They thought of you, how wonderful. If they don't, oh well, move on. They're showing you who they are. I think that it still sucks as an overall situation because, yeah, the relationships could be better, but I think once I lowered my expectations, it it didn't hurt me, or it doesn't hurt me in the way that it did before. You know, I never want to beg, beg somebody to love me or, you know, want to have a relationship with me. You know, I'm someone who attaches to something or someone very quickly, but I can also detach just as fast. You know, if, if someone's caught talking shit about me, <laughs> we're not friends anymore. If you cheat, we're not together anymore. You throw me under the bus, we're not friends anymore. You know, I have very high standards and I know that some people probably think that that is shitty of me, but I think it all comes down to protecting myself, protecting my feelings, protecting my heart. I think I have very high standards when it comes to how people treat me. I no longer stand for the BS, especially if I don't treat you the same way. You know, if, if you don't give me, if you can't give me what I give you, emotionally and that's fine because not everybody is on the same page not everybody you know it's like love language everybody is different I get that but I think that I'm also understanding in that if this person really cared and really wanted to have a relationship I think that they 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 would have ways of doing that and I think just just totally cutting everything off and not speaking to them whatsoever, to me, that shows you don't want a relationship, you know? So I lowered my expectations. I don't expect anything from anybody anymore, family or not, you know? So, yeah, that one kind of, <laughs> that one went off on a tangent also. But, okay, uh, number 10, lastly, um, it's never too late to go after what you want or try something new. This one I like. Um, I do wish I'd learned this in my 20s. I think I probably would have quit my first job of 13 years. I would have quit that job a long time ago. Um, I think also everything happens for a reason. Um, so I've, <laughs> you know, when I say it's never too late to go after what you want or try something new, you know, I've read a lot of stories about actors who didn't make it until later in life. Um, Betty White, for example, she was 30 when she got her first big break. And I think her bigger roles didn't even come till like way later you know um I feel like we're always changing we're always evolving it's okay to change our minds want to try something new um I've tried like I said earlier I've tried so many different things and I've changed my mind constantly um and I think as I evolve and change I'm gonna find other things that I want to try you know I freaking have been saying for the last 15 20 years that I would love to try surfing I'm not ready to do it yet because I'm scared of sharks but at some point I probably will want to try and learn how to surf just because I want to try different things I want to experience different things maybe I will find when I'm 60 years old that I'm passionate about something and want to do that for the rest of my life I don't know and I'm probably gonna try and fail at, a, at many different things um and maybe I will never find a passion. Maybe I will just forever enjoy doing different things. Maybe that is a passion. I don't know. You know, if I'm, like I said, if I'm six years old and I'm still trying new things, I think I'd, I'd consider myself lucky, you know? Um, yeah, I think that that's an amazing thing to have. I don't, I, I think wanting to do different things and, and 
no matter how old you are, you know, I think that that's, I feel like that's what keeps us young too, you know, wanting to try different things and experience different things, you know, I don't know. So those are 10 things. I feel like it probably all ran together and I'm sorry about that, but sometimes that's just how my mind works. It's like word vomit, you know? So those are the 10 things that I learned in my thirties that I wish I knew or wish I'd learned in my twenties. Um, so that wraps up this week's episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening. Um, if you have any feedback or you want to share something that you've learned, maybe I didn't cover on, or maybe you agree with anything I say, or you have any kind of opinion or anything like that, I'd love to hear it. So drop it in the reviews or wherever and be sure to tune in to um, the next episode in two weeks. I'm going to see if I can wrangle Jeremy back in for another episode. Um, So thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you on the next episode.